so yeah, so we we are on the on the precipice uh, of a new era, and um, like I said, it was nineteen with Dr. Licaria. Let's give a little promise to Dr. Licaria in nineteen ninety six. He put his medical license on the line by supporting Proposition two fifteen in California. Okay. And what was Proposition? Okay. What was Proposition two fifteen? Uh, that was the fact that medical cannabis should be used in a compassionate fashion for people Think that king uh, kill, especially a black king, because they know our king's real. You want the yeah. business of young king shit. Welcome to Blue Dream Radio, the People's Cannabis Podcast, a weekly podcast giving communities of color a dose of the real deal in the cannabis industry. Learn with us, smoke with us, and join us as we bring truth to power. Smoking on good weed got high hopes. I know you've been let down, but I won't. What's up, mi gente? This is Blue Dream Radio, the People's Cannabis Podcast. I'm your host, Freedom, and today we have another amazing show. But first, I want to give a big shout-out to Jaime Madre for co-hosting this episode. Pilar and Emily are two amazing sisters doing the groundwork necessary to push for cannabis equity in New York City. Make sure to check them out on IG at Jaime Madre. I also want to mention that today is the beginning of Expungement Week. From today to the 28th, cities across the country are having clinics to seal and expunge records of people who have been arrested for minor possession of cannabis. So if you are in the Bronx, East Harlem, Washington Heights, and in the Lower East Side, come out and visit one of our clinics. Blue Dream Radio is going to be on scene taking testimonies from people who have been negatively impacted by the war on cannabis. For more information on clinics, visit our Instagram and Facebook at Blue Dream Radio underscore or send us an email at radiobluedream at gmail.com. Sit back, roll up, and enjoy today's show with Dr. Eric Mitchell from Hemp Commodities Industry. Say young king shit. Lost with the niggas I won rings with. Smoking on good weed, got high hopes. I know you've been let down, but I won't. You in the presence of young king shit. LEG couldn't make it today. Uh, she has some things that she has to do, so she's very sorry that she couldn't make it today. But we in in her place, we have two uh, amazing uh, women in cannabis, uh, Pilar and Emily. From Jaime Madre, and they're going to help me out with this interview today, um, co-hosting. Uh, we they never done this before, uh, I think. Um, so we we grow, and Blue Dream grows with the people uh, that 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 we are building with. Um, and today we have a great episode. We're going to talk about hemp uh, and how hemp and cannabis um, go hand in hand. But a lot of people don't know the differences between them. Um, and and what's happening in the hemp industry right now. So we have Dr. Eric Mitchell from Hemp Commodity Industries, um, and they do a lot of work in Maine. Um, they're based out of Maine, but they have different offices in, in, in four different states, um, which he's going to tell us what states um, they work out of, and we go from there. So I'm going to give him the floor so he can tell us his name, um, what he does, and uh, what's the name of his company? Okay, well, hello everybody. Uh, this is Dr. Mitchell, Dr. Eric I. Mitchell. I'm a retired orthopedic surgeon. I was a sports medicine 
specialist for 30, uh, 37 years in the operating room. Uh, came out to Michigan University at Pennsylvania School of Medicine. Fellows, uh, came out of there with a couple of fellowships in orthopedic research and sports medicine. Uh, I live in uh, Maine now, but we have offices in two commodities industries and have um, locations in uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Maryland, uh, and uh, in Maine. And uh, we have been growing here now. This is our second year. And uh, we well, are thrilled to be with you today, and we will educate you to, to the maxie. Back to you. All right. And so what is it that your company does? This is Pilar from Honeymother. Okay, the company's name is Hip Commodity Industry. Hip Commodity Industries. Because there are about 25,000 uh, commodities that are made from the, from the hemp plant. Let's just go back just a little bit. To when, uh, when, when the pilgrims, uh, hit Prince Rock and came to America, it was a mandate. They had to grow. They were mandated to grow hemp because that's how they got their clothes, that's how they got their papers, that's how they got their food. Uh, it was mandated. And, uh, it's, it ran into a bus uh, about uh, 200 years later in the reason why in the legislation they, they spelt it with the H, marijuana. So how long have you...
President Nixon uh, went against a whole lot of things that he shouldn't have done. And he made cannabis with Cuba L. The whole plan, the whole plan, less than 0.3 THC, greater than 0.3 THC. He made it, he made this botanical. He made it almost like taking an apple tree and making it illegal. So he made the whole plan illegal. And last year alone, there were more than 600,000 people in the United States incarcerated because of this botanical, because of this plan. Yeah. That's insane that our people are suffering over a plant that um, that has so many medical benefits for our bodies that we already carry uh, the cannabinoid um, uh, receptors in our bodies. So it's it's mind-boggling yeah. that this this is happening for so long. Yeah, especially since pharma. I, you know, I'm a person who believes pharmaceutical drugs are a lot worse than this great plant. So it is really crazy that. You can see commercials all day long around taking a pill that'll help with your quote unquote depression, but it will give you, you know, a leaky bowel. Like it gives you more, <laughs> it gives you worse more um, gives you worse effects than you 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 know you took this what you had when you were taking the pill. So yeah, like marijuana is again in my opinion and many of us opinions is the best medicine out. there. So how, so how, go ahead, go ahead. Let's back up to one of the things that you said uh, that's very, very true. And that was that we have an exogenous amount of, of what's known as endocannabinoids in our body known as anandamide. And anandamide was discovered back in 1962 by Raphael Mishula out of Israel. And there was a second one known as 2AG. These are exogenous, that means our body makes it. And we have a system known as the Endocannabinoid system. Yeah. Right. And that's the normal known as ECS, endocannabinoid system. And yet, last year, 2018, 87% of allopathic medical schools in the United States of America did not mention the word. They had no departments of endocannabinoid studies mm. because of the DEA. Now, the, the, the Farm Bill of 2018 was signed on December the 20th of 2018, 10 days before the New Year. And when that Farm Bill got passed for one reason, because, because Mitch McConnell wanted it passed. And Mitch McConnell wanted it passed because it's the new tobacco for, for Kentucky. It's the new soybean for Kentucky. It's the new corn for Kentucky. So they've been, they've been four to five years doing a pilot program known as the Farm Bill of 2014. And they've been working with the University of Kentucky. And so they put a big jump on people. And we took that same jump and jumped on the Farm Bill of 2014 up here in May in 2016. So we got ahead of the curve. And because it was still illegal to grow it unless we did it with a DEA or university approved program. Okay. Now, as of, as of December 20th, of 2018, cannabis with less than 0.3 THC is now called hemp. Not called industrial hemp, it's called hemp for industrial purposes. All right, and now in all 50 states. Two days ago, the National Credit Union Association in Washington, D.C.,
out with that with that two years and they decided to kick us out because I'll because of the word cannabis. Not because we were not because we were him, but because of the word cannabis. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, can you explain what the farm bill is? The farm bill. Every four years there's a farm bill that goes through that designates relegates uh, many, many different subsidies for the farmers. And uh, it's a, it's a, the last one was, I think, $875 billion, a million dollars, million dollars, $875 million. And these are subsidies um, that they give to farmers for sometimes not growing a crop and sometimes for growing a crop. Now, because of the trade war that's going on, they've had a bunch of other additional subsidies this year because they are in bad, bad shape. But the farm bill dictates, and that farm bill dictated in 19, in 2014, that you could grow hemp in a, in a control system with a university under DEA control. And then, um, so people started growing it. Kentucky was growing it like wildfire. Mm. West Virginia. And then the farm bill of 2018 then decriminalized and descheduled hemp with, with cannabis with less than 0.3. Don't forget now, the whole, everything is around this 0.3. Write it down, 0.3. Okay, and that's 0.3 milligrams by weight. 0.3% by weight. You cannot have more than 0.3 of THC by weight in your crop. If you do, they're considered be medical cannabis or better known as marijuana, Mary Jane, you know, and so forth. Hi. <laughs> reefer. Mm -hmm. No reefer, you know, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's. Go ahead, go ahead. No, that's where we are. That's where we are right now. Yeah. We are all and the, the banking industry is going to catch up real soon because they're, they're making all of the. Since Colorado, Started doing medical cannabis, uh, medical cannabis, <laughs> and then to recreational cannabis. Within one year, they hit the seven hundred million dollar mark, and they, I mean, in uh, in tax revenue. So you know, there are now thirty three states in Washington D.C. that have a medical cannabis program. Yeah. Yeah. I told you, I started my, I started with mine about seven years ago here at Maine. The Maine at this program started in nineteen ninety nine. Okay, and and you know I I read an article right now that the um, dairy uh, farmers in Connecticut they are upset that they that you know they saying that they're not going to grow um, the crop of cannabis like there's no money they want to see how the market and what happens with cannabis first before they start growing like they don't want to grow the 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 hemp plant um, they said that's not a crop that they will that they will like. Um, jump on until they see the profits. What, what do you think about that? Well, it, it's hard to jump on a train after it's left the, uh, after it's left the station. Okay. okay, it's hard to jump on a train that's already moved up. Uh, okay, now, uh, you know, there's a difference, now, there's different reasons, there's three different reasons for growing hemp. Are you ready? Go ahead. Number one, you, you do it for fiber. Okay, don't forget the pilgrims had to use it, had to do fiber to make their paper, their clothes. Okay, the special laws making the flag, writing our constitutions, all that's on him. Now, hemp was, uh, was critically important crop because, you know, so fiber is one of the major reasons. 
you know that Mercedes-Benz and BMW now are 17% hemp fibers? It's crazy. It's crazy because I've been hearing for a few years now, because I was a supporter of um, the politician, Congressman Ron Paul uh, from Texas, I know. <laughs> but he's actually one of the one only Republicans I've actually supported. But he had been talking about one legalizing marijuana since the 80s. But he had been talk. I learned a lot about him through him, um, and like how we could we could build so many buildings, and like we could really help the environment also if we utilized hemp um, instead of the the products that we currently use. Yeah, hemp cream. Okay, let me let me give you this scenario then. Okay, um, there's something called hempcrete. Have any of you heard of, of the word hempcrete? No, I haven't. Educate me. I haven't. Okay, hempcrete is hemp fiber, lime, and water. It is twice as strong as concrete. Okay. One half the weight. One half the weight. It does not mildew. Now, what? Where do you think that that might be applicable? Okay, uh, and and I'll uh, this time of year is something called hurricane season. Yeah. And uh, and what they usually have to do is, uh, once the hurricane hits and they get floods, they have to go in there and rip all that board out and everything, don't they? Think, think about a structure that does not build it. Yeah. I mean... Okay, so... Yeah. No, I said yeah. the projects might need that in, in, yeah. in New York City because the projects are, like, they, they are, like, disaster right now. It's a disaster in the projects. Serious mold issues. Yeah, mold, crazy in the projects. Go ahead, keep going. Well, uh, again, there's 25,000 applications. I told you the first reason to grow grow cannabis and TBL with less than 0.3 is, is called is for fiber. The second reason is uh, to to make uh, something that's called oil. Okay, oil. Now that's cold pressed oil. That's oil that is very nutritious. Okay, be very careful because a lot of this is causing a lot of deception in the marketplace. Hemp seed oil is not CBD oil. And we're going to get to CBD in just a few minutes. But hemp seed oil, they oftentimes will grow. Okay, now in 1941, Henry Ford built an all-hemp car. Yeah. That they could not get with a with a with a sledgehammer. Yeah. 19, 1941, and what did it run on? It ran on hemp oil. Bio Right, so so I mean, if you want to talk about ridiculous, yes, like 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 this is it's ridiculous, yes, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, the powers, the powers that be, ladies and gentlemen, the powers that be, you know, in their basic interest, the 1937 Marijuana Tax Act was was basically a retaliation or a prevention to keep him out of the paper industry. Yeah. Now, now, why? I'm going to give you a little bit of a scenario that I want you to memorize. And that is one acre of hemp will give you as much fiber in 120 days as an acre of timber will give you in 20 years. Wow. Wow. So there will be no need to chop trees or yeah. none of that. Right. We would not be in the same, you know, shifter. Uh, where we're in right now, if we stop deforestating, yeah. okay, all the land, okay, and grow and grow hemp. Now, hemp is is the is one of the best absorptive and 
any plant known to man. Now, you understand that we went to a moratorium in 1937 that was lifted for two years in 1943. Now, that moratorium was lifted in 1943 because we had no hemp for growth. Because in 1943, we imported all of our hemp from a little island, from a little, um, island called the Philippines. Wow. Now, if you remember 1943, they were really busy, and they were occupied by Japan in the Second World War. For sure. Okay, so what, so what we did is the United States lifted the moratorium on hemp and said, we Americans grow hemp. And then in 1945, put the encumbrance back on hemp. Now, as of December the 20th, 2018, we are the last industrialized nation in the world to grow, to grow, uh, to grow hemp. Industrialized or hemp for industrial purposes. The last nation. Every other, Every other nation has been growing. Have you ever used a piece of thread in your in your in your lifetime? I know all of you have. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, all of that all of that hemp comes out of Australia. It's crazy. So they they import it instead of growing it here. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you're all having this forum, and hopefully this is not going to be one week, but it's going to be multiple weeks. Yeah, for because sure. Because we don't know what we don't know. And you can't get it, you know. So let me say this: that the first reason to grow hemp is fiber. The second is oil, and the oil can be for many, many purposes. Sure, you can put it on your salad. Yeah. Okay, because it has all the omega three, the omega six, and the omega nine fatty acids. I mean, I put hemp seeds on my on my smoothies. Like I buy hemp seeds for my smoothies. In the yeah, absolutely. I, I use I use it for my smoothie every morning. Okay, yeah. along with the hemp heart. Along with the, you know, yeah, to the yes, okay? So, so, but that's the second reason to, to, to grow hemp. The third reason is for the medicinal purposes of extracting some of the 113, 114 different cannabinoids. What we, what we, what we used to be able to do is get out, uh, our endocannabinoids and the, and the, uh, 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 flavonoids uh, and the phytonutrients from our food. But today, only thing you get out of our food is GMO. GMO, all its fake shit. For sure. Right. Killing our bodies. Exactly. Yeah, all this processed fake things that's killing us. But yeah, in 1992, that same guy in 1952 discovered the endocannabinoid system, the ECS. Okay. And yeah, we don't see it. So we are all endocannabinoid deficient. Oh, man. Okay, and probably maybe some of the reasons for all of the asthma and all of the uh, dermatitis and all these increases in, in, in problems. Uh, even even about the, the kids' hyperactivity. Yeah. This is a regulatory, a regulatory system that still is not being taught in medical school. Now, the, the, the naturopath and the, the naturopath and um, um, Probably, are, I'll take my hat off to them because they have probably spent more time looking at this. And I was part of the Eisenhower um, Ambassadorial Fellowship to China back in the eighties. Okay. And uh, that's when that's when I got my really really because you know I went to a Ivy League, I went to a Ivy League medical school. Okay. 
we had the largest class of, of Afro-Americans in the history of the University of Pennsylvania. That was the Okay? And, and, you know, so well, we thought that we were kicked on pretty hard to the bishop. And then we went to China and, and got the fame. Got, got the fame because I walked into the operating room and saw them operating with needles in people's ears and toes and stuff. I said, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And then the the what we were using too before they were using bushes and wheat for. Okay. So I came home with the, with a new reverence, with a new reverence and appreciation and respect. So so that that was you know that helped me to understand. And and I started medical school you know back in 1970, and the I'm not sure if you all any of you are old enough to remember they used to bring an egg over top of. Oh, yeah, this is your brain on drugs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this must be old, man. <laughs> <laughs> we get those residues, you know. We got that residue. You know, I baited I I I the trap and she fell in, okay? So, uh, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, but you know, the whole point was I had some, we had pharmacology that was being taught, and they were saying, through debunking all of the, the, Misconceptions and disinformation that there was, there were feeding people back in 1970. So we didn't get that full blast of it, uh, and we knew that it was not, it was, it was not what they said it was. Yeah. So, so we you know we were, you know, I mean, I'm representative of the largest users of cannabis, less than 0.3 and greater than 0.3 in the United States. Who knows who are those people? What, what age population? Uh, the green cannabis, medical cannabis users in the United States. Like, I mean, 30s, in their 30s? 40s, 50s? No, sir, no, sir, no, sir, no, sir. Get, get a late card. The boomer. I was going to say, is it like the, the ones that were born in the 1950s? Okay, thank you. I'll take that. I'll jump on that 1950 train again. <laughs> Hello? Okay. Hello to the F. Um, yeah, it was, it was the baby boomers. The, the, the baby boomers started in 1946 and then yeah. up to 1964. Yeah. And those baby boomers, the new baby boomers are the largest users today uh, because they're, you know, they're 65, 75, 85, and they, they've already have been through some of the experience of it, you know, before it became, uh, you know, they were at Woodstock and they were, you know, uh, in the revolution. So, yeah, the largest users, users of medical cannabis. Cameras with greater than point three TNC are boomers. And it's going to get bigger. Yeah. Because um, the, number, the number of maladies that we, we, we can treat, I just read an article last night about Harvard. Harvard is doing a study with, um, with pancreatic cancer. Yes. And showing some of the, some of the great, some of the great, uh, of the black flavonoids. And I'm, I'm excited as hell. Um, because um, pancreatic cancer is probably one of the most vicious cancers going. I mean, ask Steve Jobs. Yeah. Steve Jobs had all the money, all the money in the world. Had two kidney transplants, you know, uh, two liver transplants. Didn't have enough money to keep him alive. Yeah, my grandmother, my grandmother passed away of um, the same cancer. My fa my grandmother on my father's side. Yeah, right, right. So anyway, the, the uh, I'm doing research. My research that goes back to 1976. 1976, every man Call me the electric bone doctor. They did a 10 page spread on it. If you want to look it up, it's July of 1976. And, and, and probably none of you were alive. Okay, but <laughs> you know they had to I was almost. 
I was 83, so. I was 81. <laughs> Our listeners are in Arizona. They should check you out. Oh, please do. Please do. Uh, we'll try to put it up uh, on Instagram, on uh, Twitter, and the rest, uh, the rest of it. But uh, yeah, I'm going to be the topic. My topic is the uh, number one public uh, public health enemy, uh, osteoporosis. And what I'm using, uh, and, and the author says, or my talk says, that uh, using vitamin CBD, okay, to help bone density, increase bone density. So that's where my research is being done right now at the Maine Medical Center Research Institute. And I'm working with Dr. Rosen, who has been working with osteoporosis for the last 30 years. So we, we're parallel in age. And uh, so he, he jumped on it and uh, is doing, doing a, uh, a preliminary pilot program for me right now. That sounds great. So, um, so here's, here's, here's where the public health part comes in. By 2030, by 2030, we have a lot of hospital beds in America could be filled with women with fractured hips. Wow. That's not far away. I could possibly be one of those women. Oh, no. <laughs> That's right. You sure could be. Uh, uh, but, but here's the problem. Uh, our life expectancy by 2030 will be 90.3 years. One in three children born today will live to be 100. So here's the problem, is that we have, we lose our calcium, okay, and we're not getting enough vitamin D because Vitamin D comes through the skin. And most of us, especially in New York, we wear clothes most of the time. Okay, and so we don't get, so most of us, it used to be a white disease where, where fair skinned people did not get enough vitamin D. And the reason that they got light skin is because they had to, they all have the same amount of melanin. 
no matter how white they are, there's the same amount of melanin as you do, no matter how brown you are. It's at a different layer. Wow. You understand? It's just, and, well, let me give you a little quick uh, educational situation. The sun is perpendicular to the equator, right? Yeah. And so you get blacker than the berry. You get blacker than the berry if your if your etymology if you started at at, at the equator. And we know and we know that Lucy is the oldest anthropological Homo sapiens sapiens in the world. Yeah. Started in East Africa. Okay. So you do this. Yeah. So we know. Well, 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 we know that that. That, that was important because the index of the sun was direct, it was directly on them, and you had melanin that, that helped to guard against the ultraviolet rays. Okay, you with me? Yeah. Now, I want you to understand that we live in a sphere. We don't live in a circle, a ball, we live in a sphere. I wrote a paper, I wrote a paper in 1967 when I was in college. 1967, it was called The Evolution of the White Man. Now, now let's go through 100,000 years and let's move away from the equator. What is the index of the sun as you move away of, 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 up to the North Pole or down to the South Pole? What is the, does the, does the index, does the amount of radiation or ultraviolet rays increase or decrease? That's right, decrease. And, and man moves away from the equator and moves up. He had to, he had to lose, he had to suppress his melanin because the, the ultraviolet rays that hits the skin and, and makes calciferol and converts it to vitamin D would not have been there. So it was an adaptive situation. It was an adaptive situation that was mandated because we could not run from the snag of tiger if, if we had legs strong enough to boogie. Yeah. Am I clear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask a, uh, this is a, this is a right question. Where are the, really the only true blondes in the, in the, in the world? Okay. But it's usually Sweden and Sweden and, and way up north where the index of the sun is so severe that there's so little that they have to suppress that melanin all the way down in order to get enough vitamin D to, to maintain life. Wow. And even to, even today they take their babies, wrap them up and set them in the snow. As long as the sun shines out, you get vitamin D. I didn't know that. Now, most people, most people, most people think that vitamin D comes from milk, but they haven't read the card. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's come from the sun. Yeah. I mean, you can get it it's from you can, you can get it from almond milk. You can get some vitamin D from that. Well, it's fortified with vitamin D. They put vitamin D in the milk in order for you to get it. Okay. It's fortified. It's not, not an ounce of vitamin D in the milk. Not it's even almond milk? Not even almond milk? Okay. Not even almond milk. Okay. Vitamin D is a synthetic, is a synthetic drug that the skin makes. And anything else is because you synthesize it and you put it in the milk. Alright? So, so, I mean, I, I hate to be, be blowing people's minds today, but yeah, I'm not going to have no vitamin D. You know, I, I, I'm with you on that. I've been saying that for a while, so I like to have a doctor confirm what I've been saying for a while, so I appreciate you right now. All those commercials, milk doesn't body good. Milk don't do cow's milk, I'll be very specific. <laughs> There's nob
consuming um oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure now the 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 floodgates are going to open now okay um because there's a lot of research money that's going to be dedicated to this because you understand that if you read the news tonight you will find that plastic has infiltrated even our water Mm -hmm. that was the news today that microscopic uh, plastic Plastic. is in water okay microscopic plastics are in the fish plastic is in oceans plastic is in food okay now well you have to understand that there was a let me take you back to 1937 again. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah. 1937, the, the guy that, that the paper mobile was named was Ruth Randolph Hearst. And he, he owned forests and he owned paper mills. And he didn't want him. And I'll give you the reason why. Because 120 days is a lot shorter than 20 years. Okay? So, now, there's another guy that was his compadre that helped to get the, 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 the 1937 bill passed. And that was, his name was Albert I. DuPont. Okay. Now, has anybody ever heard of DuPont? Of course I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah. You all have, and you all are engaged in the DuPont because they are a petroleum company. Yeah, the DuPont is an oil company. Let me say this to you. Anything made of plastic, they made from him. Anything made from plastic. Now, the reason that Mercedes and BMW are 17% hemp now is because hemp in the door panels is, 70, is, 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 uh, is 20% lighter and twice as strong. And when you make a car that's 20% lighter, can you go further in gas miles? Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So 17%, we, we, we will see that percentage. Now, now mark my words. Write this down. We will see that that, that that cars will become more and more hemp once we get once we scale up to an industrialized component and doing hemp. And doing the research. Yeah, and doing the research that needs to be done. Oh uh, yeah, the research is already been I mean, like I said, if, if the criminals made made their, their clothes, I mean, look at look at Levi. Levi is now putting hemp in, in their jeans. Yeah. I mean, they, they wrote the, the Declaration of Independence on hemp paper. That's right. That's right. And the American flag was made of hemp. Yeah. And, and it, was, it was engraved in the $10 bill in 1910. A crop of hemp was engraved on the $10 bill in 1910. That's crazy. And now they're doing all this, all this criminalizing over over a plant that they have been using for centuries. Well, well, they criminalized because they found a way, um, they found a way, uh, because, you know, Harry Anslinger, let's talk about Harry Anslinger. Yeah, we talked about it in one of our episodes about Harry and how beautiful he is. Harry Harry Anslinger called us darkies. That was his denotion of black folks. They were called darkies. Yeah. And and he, he was a bona fide racist. Yeah. And he was the one that pushed that bill at midnight on August the first, nineteen thirty-seven. And after and after like um some the LaGuardia research group they they researched and they put out a a research paper saying that they shouldn't criminalize it. Um, they said there were so many benefits to the planet they shouldn't criminalize it. 
Well, well, the same thing happened in 1970, we shouldn't have criminalized it. But, you know, but Nixon did. He, he made the whole plan. With less than point two, everybody was scared of this THC. And they don't realize that the entourage effect requires a certain amount of THC. Yeah. Now, I, I found another word in there. I'm sorry, I was being a doctor for a second. Mea culpa, mea culpa. For sure. So, so yeah, so we we are on the on the precipice uh, of a new era, and um, and like I said, it was it was Doctor Licaria. Let's give a little promise to Doctor Licaria in nineteen ninety six. He put his medical license on the line by supporting Proposition two fifteen in California. Okay. And what was and, Proposition? What's that? What was Proposition two fifteen? Uh, that was the fact that medical cannabis should be used in a compassionate fashion for people that uh, have that have cancer and AIDS. Okay. And that was the first that was the first compassionate or alternative medical program in the country. Okay, Oregon, nineteen ninety seven, Washington, nineteen ninety eight, Maine, and Alaska, nineteen ninety nine. Now, now we have thirty one states and Washington D.C. that have that compassionate program, and we have eleven states. And probably another eleven on the block to legalize it from a recreational standpoint. Maine has been legalized in the last three years from a recreational standpoint as well. How is your company doing business? Um, I know you, that you grow your own hemp, you have crop. So how how did your business came about? Um, my business came about because I was uh, because I was the medical director of a, a medical cannabis company. I had a company out of Pennsylvania. Well, Ackermed, that came to see me, I knew uh, one of the uh, principals uh, when I was at the University of Pennsylvania um, for 40, 50 years ago, 40 years ago. And he said, would you consider this? I said, let me see. So we, we, we I took forth my effort. We won uh, an award. We won a license in, in, in Pennsylvania. But looking at it, I said, guys, let me tell you something. Okay, medical cannabis is, is going to have all kind of constraints. There's a farm bill, 2014, that's going to make him, okay, non-legal. And I believe that as soon as that happens, it's going to be bigger than, than medical cannabis. Cannabis will greater than 0.3 THC. Okay. So, so that's where, and then, and so I was uh, with my, we were at a family reunion two years ago, two years ago now, and I was, uh, my cousin had put in for a license in Washington, D.C. and didn't get it. And I said, I wouldn't worry about the, can the medical cannabis, I would worry about CBD and the less than point three. So we formulated, uh, that's when we formulated into my dentistry and uh, we grew um, 22 acres in uh, 2018. Uh, we harvested 30,000 pounds of biomass and we have uh, converted it into uh, into oil. And I have named the very first endocannabinoid, a vitamin for the endocannabinoid system. And I named it vitamin CBD treatment. What strains do you grow on your farm? Well, we do uh, bubblegum, cherry bubblegum, uh, cherry wine. Okay, it was about four or five different phenotypes. I flew, we flew to Oregon and took a couple of farmers with us and, um, and we elected to, to get their seeds out, certified seeds out of Oregon. And, uh, not the most perfect because it didn't produce the, the concentration of CBD we wanted. Uh, or, or returns that existed, um, but you know, hype is hype. 
And, um, but, you know, it, it gets better. If you're on the frontier, if, if you're the first one through the door, you're going to get all the arrows. Okay? So, you know, the way, the way that it works. Okay? Uh, and we basically, um, plowed through it and we have, um, we have 300 acres now under contract right now. Here and there. So what kind of products you provide to your customers? Well, we have uh, a lot of uh, B2C things we're going to do, but right now, if you go to vitamin cbd.life, we have a picture out that, um, that I, that I can stand on all, all two feet in hand. Um, because, um, you know, I've, I've been involved in, in getting seeds, the making seeds, the planting the seeds, to raising the crop, the harvesting the crop, the plucking the crop, the drying the crop. To, uh, to the formulation of the of the oil through uh, through uh, biomass to crude to distillate. So um, so I'm standing behind that, and uh, because you don't know what you don't know, and be careful what you ask for because you may not get it. For sure, those are my two favorite my two favorite clauses. Because if you right now, if you have a computer in front of you or on your phone, and you go and put in MCBD oil. I'm doing that right because, now. Because we, uh, if you do that, what's going to come up is the, the EOS, the SEO, I'm sorry, the SEO, the search engine optimization is going to take you to hemp seed oil. Okay. They're going to say hemp oil, hemp oil, and they're going to give you all the medical benefits that that are attributed to hemp to, to CBD oil. And, you, and they'll say $19.99. Okay. And you say, ooh, it's dope. I, I, got, I, got, I got it. You all ordered it. And when you do that, you'll find that it's selling it's better. Is your oil full spectrum? Hey, is your oil full spectrum? Yes, it is. It's, you know, I, I, would say it's, it's, I would say it's broad spectrum. Because the word full, it means that you have all 113 cannabinoids. I would say it's broad spectrum. We have a number of, we have, you know, of course, CBD, CBG, CBC, CBA. Okay. So, so we, we, we have a broad spectrum, and I believe in a broad spectrum, and I believe in the naturalized effect. And, and I don't like isolates, because isolates are isolate. And you isolate it to one substance, and you're trying to make that one substance work. And it's really an entourage effect. I used that word earlier. Okay, it's a synergistic element of, of a lot of things working together. And what, I mean, you can't walk with one leg. You have to put one leg in front of the other. And, and there's all the muscles that have to fire to, to extend the, the knee and, uh, and, and lock, the, lock the ankle and then at the hip. There are many, many things that take us to walk or run. So that's the synergy, that's the synergistic element and entourage and the synergistic uh, element of you utilizing our intercannabinoid system to create a retrograde or integrate mechanism in order to get neurotransmitters where they need to go. Now, I, I might have left you behind in the parking lot on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're going to need a whole episode just to break down the chemical, the plant chemistry of, this, of the cannabis plant. Like, what's the chemistry? We need a whole episode just... To and break cannabinoids out that. Yeah. <laughs> all the different cannabinoids and terpenes. Yeah, listeners need to, to hear this. Um, so, mm-hmm. anybody wants to get into business, um, in the cannabis in- industry, in the hemp industry, 
what piece of advice would you give them um, if they want to get into Okay, number one, number one, pick which, which one you're going for. Are you going for the fiber? You're going for the seed, like for the hemp oil, hemp seed pressed oil, or you're going for the CBD. Now, there's a different degree of cost and uh, and due diligence in each one of them, right? And to to do the, the uh, you have to have a lot of machinery to, to do the the fiber. And you have to have a place where you make it be decodified. It's a decodification, decodification. Decodification is because there are three or four different parts of, of the, of the, uh, of that plant. Okay, there's, uh, there's a herd, there, there is a fiber, there's a blast cell. It's, it's very complex. And there's only one, and there's Chinese, uh, um, base out of North Carolina. So we only really have one, uh, production center. And HCI wants to get a production center, but we gotta make, uh, you know, fifty million dollars first before we can throw that in. So it's a way. But now the second the second reason that as we talked about is the instant oil. It's um, you gotta be able to know what you're what you're growing and you gotta have your distribution market for your hemp oil. Okay, and it's gonna it's gonna be big because it's, it has an additional value. Yeah. And the third it's known as CBD is for, for CBD purposes. And that's very, very intense. Very, very time consuming. Okay, I was out in the field 12 to 14 to 16 hours a day for 120 days. Wow. Yeah, and so, just so, I guess, well, what kind of advice would you give us then? Because we're also in the process of opening a CBD shop, um, CBD oils, you know, we want to do like, a wellness shop where we would have like, we would have workshops. I'll give you all the specifics, but I want you to carry vitamin CBD. Uh, we have oh, no, no, <laughs> definitely. And we, we should probably talk more, um, you know, after the show or like another day, set up some time to meet and like um, talk more with you. Like, we highly bother with like that. Uh, Hector has, has, has afforded us a, a platform, a projection platform. And look, I mean, there's enough room for everybody, you all. And that's what we have to do. But we can't miss this. So I'm so glad that, that Hector, that you've taken the time and, you know, uh, it, that we can make all of our blue dreams come true. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> uh, no. Oh. If I thought about it, I would have coined it before I called you. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, listen to my listeners. This is not the end of our conversation. This is just the beginning of this series of, of conversations uh, with people that's in the business, people of color. Um, that's one question we didn't get to ask you is, how was it navigating um, the industry as a black man um, and having all these suits around you, how is it navigating that? Well, money money talks and the rest walks. I mean, if you can show people that that, that you can do what they can't do, and that they, uh, you know, a lot of the people in New York City, a lot of the uh, uh, of the boys that were sitting behind desks, they saw it and they projected it and they went out and uh, put together a, num a number of funding sources. Funding is gonna be a big problem, but first you gotta decide, what, what do you want to do? What are the three reasons? Which one of the one reasons or three reasons you want to do it? Then you got to be able to find a distribution system, and the distribution systems are now starting to open up. Okay, and so 
Uh, right now, what I need is distribution. Okay, for my vitamin CBD that life. Now, that'll take you straight to where you can order it and, uh, you know, and, and pay for it and we can get it out to you. And that's gonna, that's gonna be a, a big, big piece. But there's so much more. I mean, there's cosmetics. There, there are, are, are CBD facials. Yeah. People are paying up to $300 for, for, for CBD facials, for hemp facials. So, um, the, the clothes industry, the car industry. So, um, that's the compounding part because you, you may not know which way to turn. But find what your passion is and then go and find yourself a, uh, someone that, uh, that can mentor you and, and show your interest. Um, you need, of course you need land. You don't, you know, you gotta determine whether you're gonna grow it, whether you're going to manufacture it, okay, or, or retail it. Okay. So, hip industry is a B2B and a B2C. And I'm working mainly on the B2C, uh, and we hope to have a, uh, a bar, a energy resource bar out there. Because food are our medicine. Food is our medicine. Are, are you and planning on coming to New York anytime soon? Yes. Uh, well, we're, we're, on, we're online right now. We can be online. We can be, you know, wherever you are, because we're online already. So, okay, all you okay. got to do is go in order, and I can get it out to you in, in rapid speed. And you can give it a try, and then we can come back and have. I have a number of testimonials coming in that are just off the hook. Okay. I mean, I mean, this is this is my 48 year in medicine, so you know, uh, I have a patient population from the past um, that I would love to have them. They're loving it. They're loving it. I mean, they're they're, they're they just want me to go come back into practice. And uh, no, I'm not. I've done that. I've been there, done that, and got a couple of t-shirts. And so, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be at this entrepreneurial, um, uh, podium right now. So, and try to educate the public. Okay, okay. And, and I'm, and I'm glad that you said that you do it online because I want to give a shout out to Press the Doctor for giving us space to record, um, this episode today. Uh, they've given us a lot of support. And if you want to know what they do, look them up, pressthedoctor.com. Um, and you can get your medical license from the, come from your own home. We press the doctor. So um, I want to thank. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I want to thank you. I want to thank each of you very much for for your attentiveness. You know, if you can't tell, I love teaching. Yeah. Okay. And and I had I had a bunch of like very very uh, willing and uh, students today. And so uh, go for it. Um, don't believe anything you heard today. Go check it out. Validate it for yourself. Yeah. And, and how can they get in touch with you if they want to talk to you? Okay, well, you can go to HCI.com or go to vitamincbd.life and there'll be a bar where you can you can contact me through there. All right? Um, and, um, look, you know, for you, for your group right there, um, it's, it's E.I. Mitchell, E as an echo, I as an India, Mitchell, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L. Okay. H-E-M-P-C as in Charlie, I as in India.com. Say that again. E.I. Mitchell. E.I. Mitchell at hempci.com. Okay. Okay, yeah, and Mitchell, you, I mean, we would definitely like to keep in touch with you as well. Like like you just mentioned, you do like to teach um, because we are doing some forums specific. I mean, we're doing forums on a lot of things, but we are doing some CPD 101 workshops for our senior citizens because we're really trying to get them to know 
what CBD oils are, what hemp is, um, because we've, um, you know, they, they don't know about it. They don't know about the great benefits behind it. You know, and again, our goal is to have people not using all these pharmaceutical drugs that um, are killing them. So we would love to have you at one of our events to really talk about a lot of the things that you just shared with us. It's also so important to have like people of color representation yes. at these events because you don't see many of us in the industry, especially as like legal professionals and doctors. doctors. So it would be so important to have your voice and have you connecting and mentoring people in our community and letting them know that it is possible for us to all have careers in the marijuana industry and not just be working for folks. We can own our own businesses and our farms and land and all of that. So thank you. Well, Hector has my Hector has my my resume. Hector, you have my you have my my BK. And I'll and okay, I will make sure that, that I forward that I'm gonna post it on the on the bio of this show. Um, so if people want to reach out and wants to get to know um, Dr. Mitchell Doc, aka Doc, Doc. Um, they can look it up on our on our bio. Uh, so I want to thank you again. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm, I'm mighty proud of you guys because, like I said, you're you know you are you're the movers and the shakers. You all have to take this ball and run with it. Okay, and don't let it out of your sight. Thank you so, so much. Anything I can do, anything I can do, you know, I'm going to be there for you. Okay. Sounds great. Um, again, this was another great episode. Thank you to Pilar and Emily for hosting today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, it's an awesome, great first experience here hosting a podcast, co-hosting a podcast. <laughs> Sounds great. So uh, I'll see you later. Make your blue dreams come true, like Dr. Like Dr. Mitchell said. All right, have a good All afternoon. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, all right, all right. That was our show. I hope you enjoyed it and that you learned a little bit more about how the cannabis industry can change your life. Again, if you have a record for a minor possession of cannabis and you want your record expunged, you should visit our Instagram page or Facebook page at Blue Dream Radio underscore or send us an email at radiobluedream at gmail.com. And if you are a cannabis business who wants to reach a wider customer base, hit us up and find out how can you get your product advertised in our show. You can reach us at Radio Blue Dream on gmail.com. Thank you for listening and being part of the Blue Dream Radio family. We'll see you next week. Let's get Your medication makes me high. Just be patient. I'm like a patient trying to find.